are listening to Let's Go Jojo, the weekly Jojo's Bizarre Adventure podcast about weekly anime from Dynamite in the Brain and Secret of the Sailor Madness. So come along and hang with the Let's Go gang. It's Dwayne. It's Niall. And it's me, Brian. And on this episode, we are covering anime that aired the 6th of February, 2022, to whatever the Saturday was that ends that following week. Uh, that is the 12th. The 12th. Yes, I was going to do the yeah. mental arithmetic as I was in full starting a podcast energy, which I don't know where it's come from. But here it is, as we go straight into our first thing, and that is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Part 6, Stone Ocean. Episode 10, Operation Savage Guardian, open brackets, head to the courtyard, part one. Never heard of that band, mm. Savage Guardian. Yes. Mm. Uh, well, I mean, like, I, I think they did one of the JoJo's uh, endings. They did, stage, Savage Guardian. Yeah, um, they did, those, yes. yes. <laughs> part four. Uh, yeah, like, you know the way last week was like a fucking banger? I mean, like, we're pretending we're watching them week to week, but let's just keep pretending. That last one was, like, really good, and I was like, oh, it's going to be tough to top that. Then this week fucking comes along, and I was like, god damn. This one was packed. Okay. It's fucking packed yeah. shit. It's rocketing yeah. material. I can see why they did it as a two-parter. Like, there was a lot going on in this. Hmm. Sorry, one part, though. Yes. <laughs> so many already. Uh, <laughs> they say, assisted by Emporio and his friend Weather Forecast... Jolene rushes to the courtyard to pass Jotaro's stand disc to the Speedwagon Foundation. Yeah, so based off of last week when they made Dollar Dollar, um, she's using that newfound wealth to, well, to use the phones, basically. <laughs> to bribe everyone in this episode, for the most part. Yes, yeah. But Jolene has not watched any spy movies. Uh, yeah. So the... <laughs> Even she not... is... Yeah, again, she's the, she's the combination of very serious Jojo and fucking moron. Because the way she's taking this covert phone call is she's giving all the information. Like, you know, this is probably like recorded on uh, the Speedwagon Foundation uh, receptionist says or whatever. It's like, yeah, yeah, but what can you do? Um, and, and she's making the most like weird poses on the phone to make sure nobody's listening to her. I, it's like, I, I, I really liked how that was, how it was done, actually. It, it, it did feel like uh, this, the angles they were using and all that. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. This is like, you know, like a suspense thriller kind of job. And the equipment's too easy, you know, because mm. she's doing a lot of this in the top of the phone box, cutting them out. That you could have just done that or just <laughs> her back facing yeah, him on yeah. the phone. But it's just like, no, but have her kind of turn and kind of cross her legs like that. You, you do see your mouth moving. Yeah, yeah, it, it's definitely got the a, a good way of showing like the paranoia, just in how she's physically holding herself really weird. Checking the inside of the jacket, making sure everything's in order. Yeah, yeah, obsessive. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like a completely casual person to the onlookers. Yes. Uh, so they've got this plan. She's got to get from where she is to outside the prison uh she's gotta get to minutes. the prison it's the male prison yard yes. she has to get to um and she has to do it like we'll see you in 20 minutes it's like 20 minutes it's like yeah we can we can do this on a fair thing but we we are not a military organization we cannot help you in any of the fights <laughs> or escaping oh, the prison of your existence. we can i mean like, we can summon a submarine in 20 minutes basically like it, this is a thing we're capable of doing but this is what we can't do um help you out in any of the crazy fights you might find yourself in uh, the guy doesn't know what a stand is as well. I'm glad Jotaro explained that much. It's like, I know there's weird shit in the world. And hmm. uh, it's Operation Sa- Savage Guardian. Yes. Um, it's like, okay, just wait for wait for Savage Garden. And um, 
you'll know you'll know it when you see Savage Garden. And it doesn't explain is that a guy, is that a thing? It's probably a stand. Um because it's named after a band. We're the Speedwagon Foundation, we name all the big products after bands. <laughs> <laughs> Very confusing to our, our our operating partners, but this is the way it was done since the company was founded. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, she has to get to the uh the thing and what becomes like a little action sequence of her planning out the inside route of the prison and bribing her way past the guards is a baseball boy appears and um, it's like, here, don't catch this baseball. And she catches the baseball and is teleported to the music room, a ghost of a music room. Is that yes. right? Okay. Just making sure I have this. Yes. Right. <laughs> uh, because Emporio's stand, he explains, can make ghosts of objects. Hmm. Only he can interact with them, but obviously he can pull other people into them and he can eat Mars bars and drink the juice that's there, a ghost of a Mars bar. Sorry, it's not a Mars bar, it's a knockoff yeah, Mars bar. It's Mars I think. Uh, ah, okay, okay. Um, and he's like, it's just falling out of him as he's chewing it. It's like, it still tastes good. It's just staining his fucking baseball shirt. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> yummy. Oh. Uh, pretty good power, weird power. Um, but also, yeah, there's two, it is limited. Friends. Yes, two lads here. One who's taking a nap inside a grand piano. He would sleep in a bed, but there's no bed in the music room, so he sleeps in the piano. Perfectly normal thing to do. To understand that, uh, I mean, I've another one, pink out one. This is Anna Street, who just storms out of the room as soon as mm. uh, as soon as he sees Jolene get pulled in. When I saw him, I thought he was like. The, the bad guy off the last part. I was like, what the hell is he Has doing? pink hair, has like the, the crisscross the, pattern. The, the yeah. nice shirt and everything. Yeah, yeah. Just on initially seeing him, it frightened me for a second. Well, that made all the papers. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> styles, you know, it can be funny like that. Um, but yeah, this is, um, this is Weather Report. He's a fucking weirdo. Is he? He's up there as weirdos go, on, even by JoJo standards, right? Yeah, well, she's got an excuse. He's, he hasn't got his memory. He's, he's popped out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's power, he, he, will, he only whispers uh, really close to your face. Stands on tiptoes uh, everywhere. Stands on his tiptoes at all times, like a jungle cat. Um, and his stand power is something he was born with. It's not like a, someone else's disc put into him, so he's cool. But he does want to find out why he doesn't have memories. Presumably he's missing a disc. Yeah. yeah, and his hat slash hair, not sure, at this point, uh, <laughs> resembles kind of like the Flintstones royal order of water buffaloes. <laughs> I was thinking like you went from Jamuric way, uh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely yeah, one yes, of those there um, is a, peacocking there things. There is a, yeah. uh, a quite popular JoJo's mad video from... Probably over a decade ago now, which is uh, a Jamiroquai <laughs> video, but with Weather Report and other JoJo's characters rotoscoped over the top of it. Well, it's coming there back. It is. It is. I'll finally <laughs> be able to put it in Mad Stravaganza and people will know what it is. Uh, mm. Not that that stopped me from putting it in before, but... Uh... <laughs> not that I was happy people doing anything into Mad Stravaganza, that's the point. Uh, wake up, people. So, <laughs> this is real. Uh, yes, yeah, so Emporio is going to get him to help her get to mm. the courtyard. Uh, 
because he can he he can he's got the excuse of he lived he's in the male part of the prison, so therefore he's got reasons to go there and you can bribe the guard. And he does explain, like Emporio does say, like, I can't use my powers to teleport around the prison. Like I pulls you into the ghost of the music room, but when we come out of this, we're gonna be in the actual current music room. Yes. So we can't like teleport from one side of the prison to the other. And I can pull like random ghosts of bins out of my pocket and shit but I, like i can't move around i can move around in ghost space i can't move around in real space yeah. at the same so time weather report and jolene pop out of the ghost music room into the real music room yeah where weather report displays his stand ability uh using <laughs> a box of pens uh, and a piano his, his stand which is also called weather report uh to play a little mm-hmm. tune on the piano uh and then holds just to show the fine control he has over all over the you know it's like oh he can control the weather oh just like he can rain down lightning it's like no 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 very fine control watch me play a tune with falling pens <laughs> no no memory mm-hmm. but it has just instinctual instinctual like tendency to show off yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> we get a clue uh, <laughs> then pulls her close <laughs> and tells her pretend not to look because uh, the puddle he's made by the piano you can see in the reflection they're being spied on by something Some extra weirdo. He's a guy who's got a stand power, but also other powers which aren't a stand. <laughs> so okay, so first of all, again, I thought his hair was like a, a box, like a square box, but it, it might be a paper bag over his head. I'm not one hundred percent sure what's going something. on. Uh... Yeah, he, yeah. He, he does have shoes, but there's like uh, just tied on by the laces to his ankles. Because he has um, suckers on the tips of his toes and fingers that he runs around on all fours with like yes. a weird Even crap when man. that's not yeah. an advantage, he'd be moving faster if he put his that's shoes on. That's just how he's learned yeah. to run, basically. Hmm. Also, he spits at you, which is fucking disgusting. Oh. So as they're running away from this weirdo, he's just spitting at Jolene and he gets a little bit on her and this is like, okay, that's gross, mm-hmm. but... He's pretty easy to run away from because he, he runs weirdly and therefore slowly. Um, but they do hide in in the ghost of a jacket, they I do, think, yes. is what they hide in. <laughs> That's a funny yeah. image. Oh, it's a big jacket. <laughs> three heads all poking out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good image. Uh, and then they get to the um, guards where there's some palaver over a can of Coke uh, and a bribe and the Cokes are spilt, but the coke that's the first sign something's up is that the coke is beginning to float off the uh, saucer. It's a very dainty guard. He puts his can mm-hmm. of coke on a tea saucer. Um <laughs> modern ways and right. Well it's so it's so you can hide bribes yeah. underneath it, basically, I think. And yeah. then slowly the gravity begins to disappear. As we learn this is the power but- of uh, we don't get his name, do we? We just get the name of his stand. A- no, we just get the Wrangler. But his stand is Jumping Jack Flash. Or, as the subtitles read, Uh, uh, Jumping Jack Spark. Hmm, not quite as good as Savage Garden, where it's like, yeah, you could could hear that incorrectly. That'll be fine. Um, Oh, I've now suddenly just realised who the character design of Jumping Jack Flash reminds me a little of is... um, Rom's mate Turbo with the spinning things on the wrists. Okay. And I think the shape of the head okay. is quite similar as well of Turbo's helmet. 
Yeah, it would make sense for a robot head, all right. Uh, he, himself and his stand have the same yeah. head, nearly. Yeah. Like, well, you know, if I stand uh, a bit like your owners, you know. <laughs> <team up working laughs> that's it's kind of funny. <laughs> Uh, I did like like it's a it's a weird look and I can see it only being detrimental. But I did like the look of like his eye holes and that paper bag he's wearing over his head, like covering over the middle of his eyes, and like that's just going to interfere with your vision. You always have to be side eyeing everything. No, it's probably to do with the way he he propels himself around. Does he need like good peripheral vision? Is that, that oh, you that need, he needs the wind resistance because he's so weird. Yeah, with the anti gravity powers. Like, yeah, that the way you get like, better peripheral vision. You know. Uh, I would not be surprised to kind of thing that he looked down and started experimenting with putting like you know a pillowcase over his heavy eye holes called out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is good stuff. Right, that's going in. Hmm. But um Jolene finds she can't lay a punch on this guy or like do anything. Everything she seems to have touched is has zero gravity, the same as her, including that disc, which obviously he's trying to grab and initially smash, but it's like, oh, it's just like rubber, I can't smash it. Okay, I guess I'll just steal it. Um but she makes Quick thinking, takes the guard's floating cup and makes like a, a wire, what do you call that, wire telephone? Um, string string, string telephone. String, string cup telephone. Uh, yeah, yeah. To try and uh, get weather report back. And it's like, ah, oh, there's no way he heard me. I just randomly threw it down a corridor when he got ahead of me. This, he's probably not going to get it. No, he's right there. Um, saving the day. And uh, yeah, what, what does he do? He... He puts a load of gas around himself to block uh, Jumping Jack Flash. Like, like you know, pockets it's, of... It's, it's, uh, it's important like, you can uh, kind of just like, stick in the air and make a, make a dense enough that it'll stop moving projectiles. Yeah. But, yeah, and obviously he's throwing things with his wrist spinners that create... Isn't that like the spaceship thing that came up in Doctor Stone recently? The um, That's Centri- causing yeah, him... Yeah, he's got the, centrifuges. The have... He's got centrifuges on his yeah. wrist. Yeah, the wrist things give him centrifugal force, so he do, he's not buffeted around by yes. the the stand isn't buffeted around and by the anti gravity, but also it's it causing him to thring shoot at people. Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that, that seems kind of like, like nasty as well. It's just one all that, that one shooting through the air, the speed of a bullet, like you know, it's like ah, uh, imagine the kind of rips that would make. Which is hmm. something a character does in Ranking of Kings this week as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But yes, um, he, he George's blocks it and then seems to use the friction of the centrifuge itself to set Lang on fire. And when the yeah, fire spreads quicker because air. the anti-gravity's on, so he switches the anti-gravity off. Yeah, yeah. It's on him, that's why he's using the sucker fingers, so he has to turn it off for yeah. himself, making him fall to the floor. Hmm. Uh, and the box falls on Weather Report's head. Yeah, so after after you land at this stage, so it's they won't be able to get out of this block, but they're bringing their shutters down. And dang, it's getting away. We're in zero gravity. What are we gonna do? No problem. <laughs> go go hold it. You're gonna be close. I was going to talk about this, and uh, you just like uh, just push the air right behind him. It's because this is why he's training for up on the tiptoes. He's on his mark. Yeah, it's because <laughs> everything Jolene touches is becoming is losing his gravity so he's like if i grab yeah. hold of you i'll lose my gravity and then i can move incredibly fast using this wind power yeah uh, I, he can throw himself like he uh, maybe maybe uh, he was he was kind of thinking it was like storm in the x-men i guess she has to wear a cape to blow herself around it's like well if i'm in zero g baby i just need little gusts of wind on my feet i'm good hmm. 
And yeah, then they fly through the last gate as it's closing. Uh, and then they go flying because uh, Jolene's coat got caught in the door. Uh, mm, and mm, because and they're the expecting you to watch the very next episode because it's playing on Netflix, <laughs> that's the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. It's still it exciting. Is, like, I'm, I'm still it, fine with that. As a, as I a... think writing for this medium means you don't have to think of cliffhangers quite as much. You don't have to necessarily position it to have a, yeah, a yeah. natural cliffhanger because you, you're like, well, people are just going to watch the next episode now, aren't they? But not us. We'll wait a week. Yeah. I mean, like, we made that mistake with Lupin last week, and I regret it because we don't have a Lupin this week. It's like, oh, I don't get it. Yeah, too greedy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just, just my second little bit to this was, um, oh, yeah. I have not before on our weather report and reviewed all the cloud, all the cloud effects and all the liquid effects you want to do. Uh, um, you, you... There's some nice CG as well with the, with the pens and with um, what the guy, the stand user with the bag in his the hand. Ang- um, angular. Yeah, it's throwing like... himself. Around, yeah, yeah. If, it's like a, okay. If tell us about the kind of CG model that kind of like adds to the creepiness of us. It's just like this yeah, weird, fucking, yeah. Like, this weird thing. gangly man like throwing himself around like a corridor in zero G. Like it, it works quite well for. Yeah. Um, it's it's a good use of CG and uh-huh. um, good sound design in this one as well. There's some really fun sound effects of ghost rooms and uh, the noise that his wrists. Um, uh, make and that kind of thing. I was I, I was really enjoying the amount of weird noises, as including the weird things that were happening on yeah, screen. Yeah, really cool. Uh, like Emporio's standability as well. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Getting like pulled in, like you know, like I, I, like like made all plasticine for getting pulled into like the, like the crack in the wall to get into the places. Mm-hmm. And him like kind of coming out in two dimensions from a crack in the wall as well. I was just like, oh, that's that's a nice visual. Yeah, <laughs> it feel like well. oh, it's like oh, fun, oh, um, uh, it's a fun gory suspense horror thriller in a prison. But we get this like one like Looney uh, Tunes physics, yeah. Looney Tunes kind of physics, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Never forget um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's definitely one of the better looking episodes. Um, mm. Yeah, just the sheer amount of weird effects uh, really help it out there, I think. Uh, directed and storyboarded by Tatsuma Mini Mikawa. Who mm. I think the last one they did was Ermi's Stickers. Alright. I think I was noticing in this episode, it was in the last ones as well, um, a bunch of times... Specifically, I noticed that where they're referring to weather report, they they leave out the he in the subtitles. The subtitles are really fucking sloppy uh, in this show. Weirdly enough, like they just, they just drop a word and you're reading it so quick, like you don't catch it, um, or often you don't catch it initially. I said, but um, yeah, really weird one. Right then, next up on the list, what is it? Let me check. It is uh, life with an ordinary guy who reincarnated into a total fantasy knockout. Episode, episode five. five. That, that is a guy who reincarnated into a fantasy knockout and armor that's that moves. It. Yeah, this was the one I was complaining about last week of how it's got like two thirds of a story, and then I struggle to remember the yeah. last because it's kind of a different story. It doesn't really go to anywhere mm. beyond. I still enjoy like the jokes. Like there's some good yeah, bits, but the first, the first, the two thirds of the story, which is them fighting the giant suit of armor, it's great. It's fantastic. Mm. Uh, yeah, they have to yeah, go and fight exactly. a giant suit of armor. 
we get some comedy of them going in the wagon to go and find the giant suit of armor, where they just really hate hmm. the uh, Schwartz still. They're just horrible to him all the way on the, there. Or so the the cop does, because it's, it's kind of like that, this, like not not yeah. referring to him or his name. <laughs> just really, really demeaning, yeah. Uh, and then it turns out this this uh, magical animated suit of armor is a lot more powerful than they're expecting. Uh, for a start, it talks. They're not supposed to talk. <laughs> Yeah, and it's 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 the weird thing of it's a high level enemy. It's it's animated armor, which means it runs on magic. So it's probably like eating magical items to stay alive, which is why it's robbing people of everything they own, including their clothes, just to make sure it gets every magic item. But it's not really doing any major crime. So we'll just send these random prisoners after it. Oh, and the, the obviously the two have to come as well. What, what was the reason given for that? I can't remember now. That it was just like, hey, we didn't do any crime. Why do we have to? <laughs> Yeah, but they're there uh, as well, obviously. Well, yeah. on the, also, on the way there, we see um, even Lucius claims that they're not affected by uh, her power, but they are affected the mildest we've ever seen anybody affected by the power, in that Lucius <laughs> has got a tiny bag of candies for her. Yeah, the sweets for for the road trip, basically. Um, it's like, would you like a sweet? Oh, brilliant, a sweet, yeah. Yeah, um, it's it's a funny bit. Um, I, I guess it probably affects even like asexual people yes. and stuff. It's like it's not that you want to marry Audrey. I'm, I still don't know if I'm supposed to call <laughs> her Audrey or what I'm supposed to call her. Um, yes. But that's still the name. But they are still calling her Audrey um, because they haven't revealed their real name yet. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't want to get arrested for using a false name. Uh, yeah. Yes, because that, that's one of the reveals is uh, when Lucius gets their magical robes take it off it's like oh my goodness i'm sorry for calling you mister and she's like well or probably they because it definitely feels like asexual non-binary for that character non-binary it's 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 some kind of gay or trans type yes, but person well I'll, I'll stick with they with lucius for now because what, what what did they say something like i well i i mistook you for a man sorry about that and it's like well i do carry myself like a man so that's yes, fair but enough isn't like... offended by them calling them a woman either yeah no no not at all that's the other thing it's like yeah easy mistake in america um but so audrey takes off her shirt to cover yes. them and then she man's like whoa i can see your shoulders your sexy ass shoulders you put on my thing oh no that's even sexier it's the boyfriend shirt yeah and this turns out to be the main part <laughs> the main, this part. shirt wearing coat wearing thing is the main plot of yeah. the episode <laughs> despite there being a giant animated <laughs> And I love the fact the armor is like, hey, are we fighting here or what? It's like, give us a second giant armor. Okay. <laughs> uh, we should also say, we're this, having this, a this conversation. Point also, the, the armor introduces itself as Vizard, yeah. the incomparably skilled, which is a great, <laughs> stupid name. Uh, but yes, because then he's like, he's like, why, why is this, why wearing the shirt? Why is the shirt worse than seeing her? shoulders and then we get this is schwartz's area of speciality <laughs> he can now explain this mm -hmm. to this old man who doesn't understand you have the dorkiest <sighs> of and most basic of schoolboy fantasies uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like what what's wrong with that and they can just see that his charm level is just going up and up the whole time yeah yeah uh, can't he, help yes he explains it in terms of uh, visual novels and then the which is illustrated by <laughs> the style yeah, changes. The style yeah. change. uh, 
Meanwhile, the suit of armor is trying to have a fight, uh, and mm. uh, but gets defeated for interrupting this argument about uh, how sexy you should find somebody wearing a big shirt. Mm. And then it turns out, I think my favorite bit was with the armor, like shoots a, like a, one of those kind of like I mean, do a slam attack, and it comes towards you. Your man just slaps it away. <laughs> it's like we're having Does a discussion right sword now. At one okay. point as well. And his clothes, yeah. He's the first one who gets declothed, yes. I think. Um, and it turns out... Also, they, they they say don't use your sword right now because you'll you'll deforest the entire area and there might be someone picking That's mushrooms or something. You don't fucking know. Like, ecological damage and possibly killing someone. So, yeah, fair enough to stop. You're risking such another quest. The insurance wouldn't cover it. And it turns out there is a delinquent child inside the armor. Hmm. Um, who is also a demon. That's how she fits, because she's very small. Hmm. Is it just demons in this one? Instead of horns, they have like long strands of hair that kind of end in different colours. Um, yes, I think they different so, dyed hair or something. Like who that. shows up later. Yeah, That's the same thing. Uh, hmm. So they leave a wizard with Lucius to interrogate her. Uh, and then we just hear screams <laughs> happening from behind the wall. Um, Hmm. I mean, we do see an array yes, of torture devices on the table as well. <laughs> and the way that Lucius has Vizard tied up is a little suspicious, too. Uh, hmm. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's the other demon? Does the other demon have a name? The one wearing the blindfold? Uh, I feel like Vizard does yeah. say her name. But I yeah, because this was the point at which I kind of checked out a bit because it was... Uh, I was like, oh, the story's ended. They dealt with the armor, and oh, now we've got to go and do some other stuff. Um, hmm. It's kind of like set up for other stuff, but yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it would be better at the start and early. And the stuff about Schwartz. Oh, yeah. Audrey explained is like, no, you can look at your stat sheet. And he's like covering his name because yes. it's presumably his real name or very yeah, dumb. I assume it's his real name because uh, he's a little annoyed that hmm. he's not like 70th level. Uh, like he's level like yes. twenty or thirty. He's and we doing okay. He's a senior in high school, uh, but then touchy about a... Yeah, so they are old yes. men to him. But I they guess. point out, yes. yes, look at all these skills you got. You might not be a high level, but you've got loads and loads of skills, which he doesn't know what they do. Like he does know that he he plays a lot of ping yes. pong, and he is like he's like a, a, like a higher skill level of ping pong. But um, he's just going through his menu, and he randomly presses a button and opens a demonic portal in the sky. End of episode. <laughs> uh, there's some good bits there, but yeah, like you say, the the sec the latter half of it. Yeah, kind of, um, it's just the suffers. pacing. I think is a little off, possibly because they're going so fast mm. through the comic. I don't know. Uh, or mm. maybe just been spoilt with uh, a vampire dies in no time. That had very good timing, though. I yeah. think that might just be it. Mm. coming off a season of watching that, which yeah, just even impeccable usage of its time mm. then a thing i forgot to watch this week it's i'm kadama kawashiri episode five let's see if i can watch it while you're discussing it <laughs> it's not that it'll take you can off. probably watch it quicker than we can discuss it's not it take yeah. just uh oh go go up for some greasy food down to local chinese restaurant the bus it's like up. when you see a piece of shit chipper or a restaurant it's like this is a shitty chinese restaurant look the fucking display food is yellowing and it's like, like really old and they they obviously don't clean the place and it's like you go inside 
oh, it's nasty. They got an old fucking tube TV in the fucking corner. It's like, oh, you know this place is good. Because look how fucking, look how shit it is. It must be good. How else is yeah. it staying open? I mean, fucking all the mangas, there are copies of Gogo 13 and Kochi Kana. It's like, well, this is a place where fucking broke. It's good shit. This is where broken down old 20 or 29 year old bastards go to get like their, <laughs> their, their, their greasy fried up food. But saying, oh, if I, I want a ramen, please, man. So here you go. The fucking crotchety old dude. Looks great. Yeah. It's like, oh, yes, I'll savor this, you know. So let's have a fry enough one. This, you guys gotta go with your hunches, you no, know, read all the signs, and then it's later on. I should have that wasn't that great. <laughs> <laughs> it was just okay. It was pretty that was that okay. wasn't that wasn't good. No. <laughs> so I said, you gotta pay the signs, but maybe pay them for what they are and see it was like, yeah. <laughs> I do wonder I, I am, like how how do how do places like this to not also operate? Obviously do enough to keep going. Yeah, they don't spend it on the cleaning budget, I think, is mostly how they're saving a bunch. Um, I, I, I'm glad I'm past the point in my life where I would randomly look at chippers and go like, oh, this place looks greasy and nasty. I'm fucking going here. You see, <laughs> that, this is for, because I've got a degree in food science, that never happens to me. <laughs> I'm always like, that yeah, place looks enough. filthy. I'm not going in. You know what nuggets can do to a human skull? It, it's generally like what I, I do mark as a, as a sign of quality is if I, if by passing by it uh, and there's a slight breeze, I can smell the fucking grease. I'm just like, ah, that's the good smell. That's the food smell. The food that is bad for me smell. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Oh, you mean the MSG, which is, that's, yeah, but that's, yeah. Not, that's not necessarily bad for you, but it is the, it is the allure of uh, the, the, the yes, amount of the fat is attached to, <laughs> yes. basically, is going to make Flo- you bad Floating in yeah. there like, I don't know, fucking pepper the fuse, like, going, ooh. <laughs> Again, I made a unique point of having had, not had to, but was offered and took the opportunity of eating raw MSG at university. And that kind of ruined uh, Chinese restaurants for a few years. I mean, like, salt is nice, dude, but if you eat a handful of it, you're not going to like salt. <laughs> Look, we had to learn about umami the uh, hard way. Um... <laughs> by, like, just eating fucking bucketfuls of mushrooms? or <laughs> You know what I'm happy for? Is it my catch with, with, with your mammy going, make you eat the whole tub. Now, finish yeah. it. I mean, <laughs> I don't like this anymore. I mean, we should have uh, learned after being tricked into eating natto the first week at university by one of our lecturers. Oh, uh, uh, mm. we're going to have a seminar on fermented foods f- from around the world. The <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, mashy man came too late for you. Yes, quite, quite. Uh, though it is a is a show I kind of related to. I was a little disappointed when I saw there's. Uh, What's it called? Quality insurance in a another world manga. Because I saw that because I was looking up. Because uh, mm. I saw the new trailer for Your Boy Kong Ming today, and I see that that comic is out as well. At the same time, they released Quality Assurance in Another World, where I was like, "Hmm, that seems something I'd be interested." In. I've done quality assurance a lot. And then I got to the mm. end of the first chapter, which is on the Kadansha site, and I was like, oh, okay, no, not for me. Uh, oh, I was, well. For a moment there, yeah. I thought it was a fantasy guy put trying to lay out a HACCP plan, in which case I was fully on board, but it turns out <laughs> it's another Isekai. They tricked me into reading another Isekai. I mean, there's, there's nothing wrong with a good That's Isekai, true, right? But it it's it was a it was uh, it's video game quality assurance. It's not 
It's not like house hunting, oh, where no, house hunting is much no. more fun because it's applying a real yeah. life thing to a fantasy world. And I assume that restaurant, the restaurant one, works as well because that's the opposite way, isn't it? So that's fantasy people coming to our world to stop at the restaurant. Yeah, they've got yeah, um, like the uh, my partner got the current Pokemon there, and it, you you're isekai in it. Basically, you're a guy from I presume Pokemon World who's been sent back to the past of Pokemon World, and I was like, it's it's already a fantasy world. You don't need to do that. <laughs> the premise is send the child out to fight monsters. It's fine. Mm. But now you go back in time, and there's like all those fossil Pokemon going to be alive Pokemon. You just catch all that. <laughs> we, we, we got a fossil record of Pokemon. You know, it goes back millions of years. Gotta see that. Then we got Ninjala episode four, five, even. That's I'm looking at last week's list. Uh, what was this? Was the Emma episode? What was it called again? Ninja Dancer that Emma. That would be it. <laughs> I could have just described it. It would give me the title. Uh, as Ninja Dancer Emma is approached by, I guess, Ninja Teacher Warren. Um, as we get her backstory as a, I guess, an immigrant orphan slash street dancer slash Batman. Yeah. Crime fighter. Vigilante. Yeah. Hmm. I, do we open on her, like, fighting some thugs yes. down at the docks who are doing shady deals we never see what the fuck they're trading do you have the money do you got the stuff and they open suitcases away from the camera that we don't fucking see um they could be just selling beanie babies for all we know Pokemon and cards. just willing to beat up anyone who watches them do this Pokemon but um cards. yeah <laughs> she ninjas her way down and um kicks the shit out of them and the guy uh i guess instagram is the entire thing because now there's a famous ninja going around fighting crime in town so hmm. that's how the the teacher as part of her research for the Ninja Association, World, World I've forgotten Ninja the name Association. of it. They protect, okay. they protect ninjas around <laughs> the world um, from, I guess, other mm. ninjas by the looks of things based on the series so far. Ninja so she sees the, yeah, there's a ninja uh, trending, and so she's like, okay, I better go recruit that ninja. That does appear to be a small child, which is in her purview of starting up a ninja school. So, yeah, she finds her street dancing when she's not when she's not at the orphanage being run by the very nice nuns uh she's doing um kind of like you know just putting down the cardboard and playing it off her phone yes. rather than a, a boom box around her ninja <laughs> yeah. power is that she can hear people's voices uh, even when they're muttering under their breath uh but the problem is so it's like their inner thoughts, like the surface yeah, thoughts kind of thing, like something that, like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the, yeah, the problem is, is mm. that she's only she's focusing on the bad things, not on the good things, and mm. so she can't make it big as a dancer. But don't worry, she makes it big as a dancer within this very episode, and so therefore we can press on with the ninja yeah. hijinks by the end of it all. I, I I like the the thing of it because obviously we've had guy with the super scream, the girl with the magic eye that makes steel beams into tentacles, and the hearing people's kind of surface thoughts and negativity. And basically, her power, the negative part of it that she's stuck on, is she's reading the comment section, and that's a mistake. Never read the fucking comment section. Only hate lies there. <laughs> uh. But um, yeah, the other woman has to point out is like, yeah, but you you do hear the good things as well, don't you? Um, and she did. We see her in the episode where the nuns are like, "Ooh, is she going to be okay?" And and the nuns are like, "Oh no, she's a good kid. She got a good head on her shoulders, that kind of thing." Um, so she is hearing people's compliments, but she's focusing on the negative more so. Uh, also in this episode, 
uh, Burton and Bereka have run out of gum. <laughs> and Rob has gone to visit uh, one of the ninja heads to say, you been th- you sending your men to throw this shuriken at me? What? No. Uh, this is the same guy no who later on is telling all the other ninja masters, we have perfected ninja gum, there are no side effects, it's perfectly safe to give to the new people who are coming to the ninja academy. It's perfect safe to give to the children we're recruiting for Ninja Academy. I don't see what could possibly go wrong. They're not all on yeah. board with that, but it's the same guy as well from earlier, the um the the boss of the that that teacher, um the the guy with the red streaks in his yeah. grey hair, um, who's against giving children experimental drugs, unsurprisingly. Uh dear. It's a weird it show, is man. It's very weird, yeah. Uh <laughs> And yeah, also Ron and Ron passes Jane as well at some point um, in the episode. They they seem to know each other. And yeah, yeah. just passing in the corridor. Burton and Barack yeah. are going to infiltrate the uh, the Ninja Academy. Well, we're kids, so we'll just pretend to be kids at yeah. Ninja Academy. And all the other Ninja kids we've met are also going to Ninja Academy. So next week, the series can properly start. Well, except Jade and wow. Ron haven't been turned into children yet, so I guess that's still going to happen as well. <clears throat> I've only watched one of the the other animated episodes that they they put up on the channel of um I've forgotten the girl from last week with the magic eye. Lucy. Um, it's basically yeah, Lucy. Um, it's her episode again, but in English, and the animated style is different. And I was like, Wait, oh, I think what? the CG versions <laughs> as well. Very I strange. You, I think you get all these stories. Is as well there the CG also. versions? Why are they making so many versions of the same story? They're, like, we need to reboot this as we're doing it. Gotta cover all the bases. <laughs> yeah. I think those, I think maybe yeah. some of them are in the game. Some of them were for YouTube. This one's for TV, uh, but they're sticking it on YouTube as well. It's limited yeah. for YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. So I think that's it. I think you just keep on making sure the next bunch of eight-year-olds know there's this game in jail and they can play. <laughs> and so, um, mm. crack on, kids. Got to keep it rolling like Games Workshop. Got to keep on bringing mm. in a new bunch of customers. Mm. Uh, but there, there was any points where I was like, "Oh, I wish they had a little bit more oomph to the dancing." Uh, it's like, and now the big dance. Yeah. Uh, here's a couple of moves. Are we good? Are we good? Here's the prize. So there you go. Pat on your head on your way. Mm. Uh, but I'm still enjoying it. That's for sure. Because, as you say, it is a weird show. It's a weird show where half the children are going to be adults turned into children. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, children can't relate to adults unless they're also other children. So this is the way we make them try and see eye to eye. A happy middle ground. These are adults you can trust because they were turned into children just like you. (laughs) Yeah. Or, ha-ha, look at those adults turned into children. They'll see how they like it, living <clears> hardships. <throat> uh, having to go yes. to school. <laughs> and having to hit each other with uh, Nerf baseball bats, which seems to be what's happening next week. Mm, like Emma like, has her whole arc this entire fucking episode and goes from like an unknown street dancer to winning the big game to being convinced that, hey, actually, I was supporting you all along, but also I would like you to come to ninja school. Ninja school? Rad as shit. I'm going to say goodbye to the nuns and the other orphans. <laughs> Um, it's just like, lots going on in this episode. Well, I, I've yeah. conquered the world of dancing. I must now move on to a greater challenge. <laughs> Being sure. a ninja. 
yeah, yeah. I did like that one shot at the mm. uh, at the dance contest, which is just like all your, all your friends are here. There's like cuts to loads of orphans cheering her on. <laughs> <laughs> so like most of the crowd. Uh, mm-hmm. Then we've got Ranking of Kings, episode 17, The Curse of Immortality. I think we're, once again we open with another tragic flashback. I'm kind of glad this was told in images because it's very horrific. It is. Yeah, this does a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, so, so their dad was... Is it called Pluto? No, Saturn. Or... Saturn. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Like, it's like definitely like, uh, like alluding to that. You might have heard yes. this in in like your own history sometime. Yes. Mm. A little bit Saturn, a little bit Satan. Uh, works for mm. both. It's another one of these double puns that these characters have as names. And he's well, he's obsessed with immortality. He he's like he? a die. Uh, and he heard that people can continue themselves by having kids, so he's like. I'll try it. I'll give yes, it a go. He's hoping so. He Children. yes, because he's like oh, because he's like a god. So he's like oh, humans mm. continue their line by having children. So if I have a child with a human, maybe that will great give me immortality. Help me figure out which, immortality because the gods point, are once dying. You learn this, that casts Miranjo's like going to boss saying, "Why don't you have a child with a human?" Into a very different light. Because the giants are exactly the same, or yes. maybe an equivalent of the gods, because the giants are saying, we are also a dying-off yes. species, and it's it said the same of Saturn here. Um, yeah. And so, one son, he got his father's magical powers. Another son, he got nothing. And the middle son... <laughs> he got was, a little magic uh, power. ...was really strong. And then at 25, the really strong son, he became a mortal. And went insane. Of course, that's after defeating their father in a in an yes. evil war mm. for the underworld. <laughs> it's like whoops. Puberty killed him very, very late. Yes. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah. So Oaken turned became immortal at the age of twenty five, and then I guess uh, then we. This is where it's told in pictures. Slowly lost his mind till his brothers had to mm. put him down and put him in prison. Now, Again, this is I I, I the. The placement of this is fine because, again, like the like they like they showed putting um, uh, Gigan in the in the last episode. Sometimes people are put in prison not because they're actually bad, but because it makes sense in context. It's like, eh, we really don't want to. And in this case, they didn't want to put their brother away, but he had gone mad from being immortal and being a disconnect from anything human, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and as you go, the only hint of Moranjo is that the, the the thing against Moranjo is that is it the freeing of him is the thing that he's got against Moranjo, or uh, is there going to be something else? Because Moranjo mm. does not seem to be involved in this flashback until the very last bit. But she is aware of him. I mean, like maybe she just keeps tabs on who the worst prisoners are in hell, basically. Um, yeah. Then we're back to the present day. And Oaken escaping, and uh, uh, he uses a like a very child uh, playground thing of going like, "Blah, you're frozen!" They're <laughs> like, "Shit, he got us with the frozen hand thing." Now he can easily walk over and kill us after he's reformed his sword from his own blood. Oh, he's he's just running away. I guess that works out for us, kind yeah. of. Uh, then Boji and Kage run across Appius, 
uh, I think it's before that they actually run across him running into the into the castle, but he kind of looks at them and just keeps running, and he's like, "Okay, where's that guy going?" Is that after that? Uh, or that that's, is, or... that's tomorrow day. They go come on, That's Abby's, after. Abby is first, and he's just yeah. Yeah, you're right. Okay, like, oh, is, he, is he going to try and face him down before he's in? No, he's just going to fucking buckle well, like a belt. He, tries, he always does. He tries to face him down, and then he realizes, oh wait, Budge is really strong now. You can't hear this one. Like the his actual what my actual stature might be, warranty curse is looming over him. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, but he is also like brought to tears that Budge has a friend. <laughs> as yeah. many people are <laughs> uh, nice uh, it, it turns from a weirdly I'm going to get that baby and it's just like oh wait no he's actually really powerful and he has a friend oh that's nice I'm happy for him now to while they walk away I'm going to cough up blood but from the, unknown anime disease rescued yeah. by Maranjo ensorcelling a rat and luring Hilling and the gang to his body hmm. um, yes I like the fact that we got to hide in this shed. Wait, there's a rat here, and it's saying, come on, follow me, with its hands, or paws. And they're like, I guess we better follow this rat. And it's just like, <laughs> the logic of them is, is wonderful, that they will just go like, a magical rat? Hmm, we should probably see where this is going. That's a plot line. <laughs> uh, then we get the uh, horrifying nature of what the gate to the underworld was. Fucking hell. Yeah. It's, it's one, of yeah. the, one of Kage's people. Stretched out over a load of wooden beams. The thing that did occur to me as well is like, well, what if that was Kage's ma'am? Because we did see that that body was brought back. Well, they had like loads reason. of them like under pikes just festooned with it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, like it is a, it is an entirely two dimensional uh, cursed person, but to have it like skinned and just put over like a wooden frame to be a door to hell, and, like, and even your man kind of going was like. Geez, I feel really bad for these guys, but we do need to burn this the fuck down because this is horrifying and a gate to hell. Yeah. So you know, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a bad time for it because like I, the whole time I think I was maybe you were watching it, it was like, no, they need the gate to hell so they can get the guy who can throw lightning here because we need to get that one guy. Oh, never mind, they already burned it down. Never mind. <laughs> uh, well, remember, he could throw lightning from the underworld and still hit his brother. That's He's true. Done as that well. already. Yeah, um, yeah. It just needs his mm. his brother. His other brother to be there to yeah. tell him where to aim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, then the bandit king makes a very foolish mistake and starts getting cocky around Marancho and like saying, mm. "What if I killed you? What would you do then?" Well, he's about to find out what she'd do then as a ensorcelled Oaken shows up, and then the bandit king's like, "To uh, is it?" That is called black and red. Red's already uh, dead. Brunette. Yeah. He's, he's brunette. Yeah. Uh, you, you fight him first. Uh, kind of just shoves him in the way of uh, yeah. Oaken's sword. This is all basically. happening as Boji and Kage turn the corner and Kage's like, oh no, hang on, hang on, Boji. Let's see how this plays out. Hang back. Let's see. Yeah, let's see how this plays out. This is some fucking weird shit. It's like, wait, are they fighting each other now? Okay, this is where Maybe we should intervene. Um, mm. So then the Bandit King runs off and then we get a great bit of animation that you've got a bit of, uh, of background which look background painting which looks like oh it's just a background painting yes. and then he leaps on the tree and the painted tree bends and it springs him onto the battle bed. <sighs> so nice oh it's mm-hmm. like excellent that's uh that, there's lots of like a few extra measures happening in uh this one um mm-hmm. uh partic- 
it is very good with the, the animated Yeah, I think we'd like the know. Bandit King's facial reactions to the various perils he finds himself <laughs> in this episode. Hmm. Can't double cross his way of everything. Uh, well, he can because hmm. he pleads for mercy to Boji and then uh, tries to poison him. And uh, hmm. Boji's like, what's all this dust going on here? I was like, ah, yeah, yes, and, that's and, right. That, that was you can't, you can't poison him. At this point, is having a conversation yes. with Moranjo. He doesn't know it's Moranjo yet, but it is kind of like, oh, we're here to rescue you. Talking mirror. All right, fair enough. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll explain what's going on. And Moranjo helpfully explains. It's like, yeah, giants are immune to poison damage. It's like, oh, that's right, because Boji did try to poison us with a meal. Um, yeah, you can see all those faces again. As yeah. Contorted which is, I'm not going to complain about it. No. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, he's 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 good against uh, this Bandit King's uh, one fucking secret attack. Um, <laughs> doing this spot in them. Um, so yeah, yeah gets tied know. up and then, then we get Oaken versus Boji. Ah. And as, um, as the other brothers running towards it, it's like he mustn't fight Boji, Boji will get killed. Boji's shit does not work on this one guy. I yeah. do like that because Boji's like his power level has gone crazy through the roof. But it's like this is the one thing that none of your shit fucking works yeah. on. It's like Souther, the Hokuto Shinken won't work on him. <laughs> points are all wrong. Not only will it mm. not work on him, it turns out it won't work on his equipment either. Um, as he shatters mm. Oaken's sword, and then Oaken's blood pours out and pulls his sword back together. Uh, mm. Which is taking it uh, a little one step further than I was expecting immortality to happen. Uh, also, we get, like, young Moranjo and Dida doing this as well. Yeah, because, like, she, I think Moranjo in the mirror kind of says to Kage, it's like, you should tell him to run. He doesn't stand a chance. And it, Boji tries that, but then, like, you know, obviously he has to defend the Bandit King, who's tied up in the middle of the courtyard. Your man's just going to stab a bunch if he gets the chance. Moranjo's like, wait, why am I giving them advice? And then kind of shot of uh, child doll-faced Moranjo in, trapped inside. And it's just like, okay, so there's still some good in you. Well, you do want to help this little kid who's in danger right now. Yeah, well, the fact that you even sent that the, the rat to bring the rest of them to happy is, 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 is oh, I'm a cold, unfeeling mirror, you know, and, and, and it's like this. Well, she does mention to the Bandit King, she is pissed at him for, like, hurting her disciple yeah. of Appius. Yeah. Um, there is some, obviously with, with Boss, she is being loyal to him. Yes. But the that, thing that she wants is to go on another it, adventure with you're him. like, basically. oh, yeah. does, is, when you learn the stuff at the start of the episode... Is that why is she hoping that Dida is immortal in the same way that Oaken is, and therefore, if she's in her immortal puppet body, her soul's in the mirror, Dida, uh, boss is in Dida's immortal demi-human body, mm. they can go on adventures forever. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Whether that is the plan or not, he definitely makes you think that's a possibility based on what we learn here. Mm. Um. Yeah, so Boji runs away, but he can't let the Bandit King uh, die, so he leaps back into battle again. Mm. What are they going to do? Will Desper get there in time? Just, just got to hit a point on the opposite side, Boji. That's the secret of his art. Maybe show up. Will uh, King Bo wake up out of his... Uh, 
shallow grave. Oh, yeah. I think those are the only two people were unaccounted for at this point in the story. I assume they're not going to introduce any more characters at this. Well, the devil. What's the devil going to do? That's the other. <laughs> what is what isn't he going to do? Yeah. Oh, and the ranking ranking uh, representative. I guess he will show up as well at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, will this be like marked down points or up points? I'm not exactly sure. I don't know. A g- good hustle there, like uh, staging a coup and taking the whole place over. You know, but that's that's like shows real ambition. They'll do, you know, good for you in standings there. Like, yes. Not this year, but we'll, we'll see you about next year. You always say that. <laughs> And um, yeah, how do you appraise the ranking of somebody who's possessing another person's body, particularly when that person possessing the body was yeah. previously in the rankings? Is this yeah? Oh, I was going to say, is this like the American pre- presidency shit, where they um, like if you're elected president and then another guy's elected president and then you're elected president again, you're like the fifteenth and the seventeenth president at the same time? Is it like is this like wait, is this a new ranking? Or do we go back to old King Boss and you get reset to? Your prior level. I don't fucking it know. Weird. It's weird. Tennessee died at the same level as the Secretary of State, so very order heirs to the throne. He's how he's good to go. <laughs> Seems like a bureaucratic nightmare. Um, mm, mm. But very good episode this week. Uh, it just feels like it's mm. on a roll now. Yeah. I, I, one of the things I think it's benefited from is that it's gotten past that hump of putting things in the wrong order. And also... That's a fucking sweet fight animation. Um, that's really helping a lot as well. It's a it's, it's, it's as well of like you know going oh poor Boji. That's yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Kind of like waddling around in that. No, Boji's badass basically. He's still fun. No, if he's, he's he's used to like you know trying to process some things. You know, if he's he's felt hatred for the first time today, that's you know it's messing up him a little bit. But mm-hmm. you know that's he's he's supposed to go and like nope, got a kingdom to save. He's just getting on with us. He's yeah. a little trooper. I mean, mm-hmm. as far as I can tell, part two. Is from what I've seen in the comic so far, is almost non-stop r- characters running around getting into sword fights. Um, so nice. Aha. <laughs> I think there's more of the same <laughs> from this point onwards. Like if if you're if you're right, Brian and Princess Bride is the inspiration. I'm fine with constant yeah. sword fights. That if you do them well, like this is doing, no fucking Giant problem. Giant sword fights, uh, uh, enormous fun beasts. Um, Carrie Elmas, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking Desh is a bit of uh, Mandy Patinkin as well with those curly, that curly mullet he's got. Those cheekbones. I mean, that's a bit of an insult to his face, but the hair, the hair game is fucking on point. It's the cheekbones, man. It's like those Ah, bone structure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could grate cheese Mm. on that. (laughs) (laughs) Then we've got the Dragon Quest, the adventure of Die... Episode 68, no, 69 even, The Clash of Love. It's perfect, 69, love. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, uh, and, uh, yeah. Almost uh, just before Valentine's Day as well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Perfectly timed, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you love something that much, you just got to set it free of an ass, you know. <laughs> <laughs> or if you love something that much, you've got to explode your boob armor in a last desperate attempt to uh, defeat your oh. enemy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I uh, forget to see what's under the cloak. What's under the cloak? It's just like uh, fucking crude-ass armor. One. It's felt like a very um, uh, Saint Seiya. It's gone past Saint Seiya. Uh, yeah. It's just Transformers now. Or that one thing with like the 
It was a board game with the shogi pieces and they turn into robots. It's a guy got a little bit that direction. I mean, like it is literally a game piece that turns into a person. So yeah, but the idea that the dress was just like this is my weighted armor that I was just wearing around me to restrict my movements in order to because the queen barely moves in chess, which is true because mm-hmm. it's it's the best piece. And while fighting her, yeah, um, mom is kind of like, oh shit, yeah, you would actually kick most people's ass. Uh, I need to fucking hold you down here. That's very uh, important. But before we get to mm-hmm. that. Uh... She's like, could he possibly be Arbidest? You're in love with Hadlar? No. <laughs> You're in love with Hadlar. No, my plan is I to kill all it. of you then go to the big demon lord and say, hey, please, could you cure my boss who I'm not romantically attracted to? Uh, and that's my plan. It's a really good plan, actually. So, so beast, there. What could I possibly do with love? <laughs> <laughs> I, I am an instrument of war. I am only meant for fighting. Yeah, that kind yeah. of... Like, uh, so, yeah. yeah. Mom... Uh, yeah, she's she's paralysed with fear because she wants to... She can't... It's not fear. It's like... Uh, it's more like she's paralysed by her words not affecting Albertus in the way she was yes. hoping. Um yeah. There's, there's, there's... You're trying to appeal the, the, to the humanity of a thing that is not like even close to human or is at least reacting in like the opposite way you would expect. Sometimes it's not going to work. I got, I can understand like can be resolved just by not like uh, killing each other. And yeah, ideally maybe we could, but in this case we cannot. And there is no (laughs) glory to be held in dying as a, as a pacifist. You know, if you got to fucking defend yourself. Yeah. But I mean, like I get it as well. Cause she's, She's literally being confessed to and hasn't had no time to deal with that. It's like, I'm feeling a lot of mixed feelings about love right now. So the fact that this situation has been presented to me, I'm like, well, I, that's how I'm going to read it. About so to be it's weird for by an attack that sounds nothing like what the actual person is saying is this hack is. Um, <laughs> I assume they've just changed the name to whatever a localized version of that attack was in a, a US Dragon Quest adaptation. Yeah. Um, mm hmm. She has a vision of Avon, a memory of him explaining um, justice with yes, yeah, justice and strength. You can't have strength without justice, but you also can't have justice without strength. And then she gets like, "Aha! Look at this piece of armor I was given, and also this knuckle duster I've got." Ah, uh, that was the-, the fact that the entire left side gets armored. It's like, oh, you put on your non-dominant hand because it defends you, and also. It's just a holder for this knuckle duster. Is most of it? That's so good. <laughs> it's, just, uh, it's just kind of cool magical armor. It's like, oh, that, that is really cool. And then there's this like this fun big chunky fucking knuckle duster just to set that set off one. This is so like kind of cumbersome and crude in comparison to everything else. But yeah, and it's like it like a and it's a pearl kind of uh, pinkish silver yes. armor. And then you got this kind of like just yes. just copper just fucking heavy knuckle duster yeah. twirls it on the finger. Just, just uh, fucking with, go for it. With Lombrook's insignia yeah. on the front. So you know who made the thing you're getting punched <laughs> with. <laughs> uh, you're going to be branded with that in the face. The yeah. Oh, it's oh. so good. This <laughs> <laughs> outside the pub. Come on. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, so she gets a hit, one hit in, and she's able to take some of the or Halcom off. But oh no, Albertus is like, well, magic's not going to work because the other thing that Albert does, it makes you immune to magic, which um, yeah seems pretty powerful. Which is maybe why she's broken the armor a little bit by the end of this part of the story, is to make it not quite so overpowerful towards the rest of the, 
Well, that's a, it's the same as um uh, as Yunkle's armor, isn't it? The yeah, anti magic yeah, armor. I suppose it, it, any of those like uh, dark armor weapons mm. are gonna do that. Yeah. So yeah, she's yeah. gonna have to use a different attack that she can have a flashback to the uh, master teaching her. Frankie Invincible. That's that's yes. what you gotta do. <laughs> ah yes, the old uh, the, the forbidden technique. Only be used in dire emergencies. Um, yeah, because it reflects back on you. That yeah, kind of but thing. the problem yeah, is, yeah. Albertus is moving too fast now. She's just like, well, I'll, I'll just hit you a little bit, thousands of times, at, at such a speed you can't hit me. I, I made the mistake of watching this after um, Life with an Ordinary Guy reincarnated into a Total Fantasy knockout. Um, and I, I was I was sad that it didn't do the sound effect in this that it did in that, where your man's like, like shoot, 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 like teleporting around. Like it moves in the earphones because I was watching it with headphones. Oh, I was like, oh, that's cool. fucking rad. And it didn't do it in this. And I was like, ah, fucking, that's a really good effect. I kind of wish everything that does that manga effect, like, does it oh, in this. What yeah. we get instead is Frankie Invincible mode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I... you lie down on your back, they can only come at you from one angle. <laughs> like that <Yeah>. angle. <laughs> and then instead of hitting yeah. Albertus, she hits, she smashes her breastplate and it fires <laughs> up into the sky shattering various parts of Albinus because she's moving so fast it hits it with an even faster speed than the the impact did mm-hmm. so hold on she Frankie Invincibles and then like does the silver cherry thing of breaking off your own armour but then throws the own armour off that is there someone else who throws their armour at you that's got to be another thing. Uh, and then she stands <laughs> up and whacks her with her ultimate attack. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Now that you've weakened her by um, shattering every yeah, limb in her body, by yeah, punching a massive hole in her chest. Mm. Hmm. You got to get yeah. the core. And apologizes, and but Albertus is no need to apologize because I was going to kill you. Uh, and, <laughs> no, no, it's a kill Perkoff, you, I was Perkoff. Kill your mates as well. You got me good. Uh, for love, right? No, 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 no. For different things. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't yeah. understand this thing you humans call love. And meanwhile, in less than a minute, uncle beats him and pushes him off the tower. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I can't believe it. No. <laughs> no. What? That happened that, off screen. That, that, right. that can't be it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I saw like, in one of the environments a chapter called Pawn's Promotions so of, like, oh, you're going to be like, you know, get to the other side and you're like, hey, king me. And it's going to be a new By piece. falling off the, the thing, he's, um, yeah, he's moving to the other side of the board. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's his plan. <laughs> good plan, plan. Ah, uh, yes, here's he's the very good. most tenacious fighter in all of the Orochalcum Royal Guard. No! <laughs> Immediately defeated. Single body scryed, done. (laughs) And then he's like, Mom, let me tell you of love. I, Hyunkle, the best person to tell somebody about how to live their life. (laughs) Listen, I've read about love in books and shit, so I have a pretty good understanding of it. And people have loved at me, and I can't love at them because of my whole whole deal. He's loved, and it went badly. Because, yeah, he's very much like, well, yes, Mom, you you give out your love to all your friends, but you've got to... Think about your love in terms of yourself, and look. If if pop means something to you, go and see pop. You got to seek out love for yourself, not just for give it out to other people. It's actually like a yes. weirdly good speech yes. about being selfish yes. for yourself. But yes. Sometimes, if you can, like, I, it's like, I, yeah, I, it I is important. I love into my dead dad's skeleton, and therefore that is not for <laughs> me anymore. He thinks as he runs off. 
Uh, yeah, like absolutely wrong person to give you that speech and did a fucking good job of it. Good job. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> as well as this, uh, you stick as well as one like, oh, we gotta go help Pop. Why? We got Did you see what he did down there? He's fucking, uh, he's, 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 he's badass. He's he thing. And remember, he's been like fun doing it all the time. You can, can, you can, you can erase matter now. It's like, hmm. right. He, he can fucking just from even from pushing himself. I've always seen him as like the kind of the, the, the comic relief psychic character, but maybe he could be something more. Yes, <laughs> like boyfriend material. <laughs> yeah, I think of what I'm going to do is I enter this for. Mm, <laughs> do you do you mm. someone to go back to back home? You know, we're going to go back to the farm, raise a couple <laughs> of the wizards. Mm-hmm. Well, they could inherit the. St- Hang on a second. Are they going to inherit his dad's store at the end and make it a mom and pop store? <laughs> oh yeah. my god, you're right. It's been staring you in the face. Like, I know, but I hadn't connected to, to the dad's store. I didn't before. think at the shop yeah, end of it. Yeah, to the dad's yeah. shop at the end as being the end point. Yeah. <laughs> they make magic guns for everybody. <laughs> 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 Some water get up in your face. Let's push you around. Come to mom and pop's gun shop. We'll we'll kick you out. (laughs) Then finally, it is my dress up, darling. Episode six for real, for real, for real. Um. All right. So, like, is this the maximum creepy that it's done so far? Uh. it was just sort of like a kind of funny before. Is this like ah, she's just got completely just like no inhibitions at all about just like you know getting down to her bathing suit to get measured, like no, like you know, and and, and kind of was like oh, he's nervous about it. You know, it's like yeah, it's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, it uh, managed to turn that around a little. Now we have ah, <laughs> yes, word has gotten out that oh, uh, on Instagram that this was like you know uh, a walk about go to original that you saw did out there, um, and now you've already got another client sort of lined up. Who's uh, what's her name? Fucking Junie June June oh. Juju Juju. Yeah, because she, she has like her handle that she cosplays on there, and I've forgotten her actual name, but her name is it does have one of the syllables repeated of her name yeah. as her, her handle. Um, yeah. so he, grandpa's like, Oh, I'm just heading out to the shops. Um, because I, I can't be here when you're here with it. Oh, wait, no, he is there when because that's when he comes back from the hospital. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I, I feel bad, and it's, it's like, but he had like. He's saying to his uh, granddaughter, like, but he had like a pair of knickers on him and shit. And and it's like, well, lots of high school boys are into that stuff, Grandpa. You, you got to get with the times. And it's like, all right, okay. And he kind of comes up and he's like, oh, welcome home, Grandpa. He says, holding a full fucking pleated fucking dress and everything. He's like, what the fuck? As a, and it's like, hello, I'm here as well. Says, a girl. A girl. Uh, and he's he's delighted that he's, 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 he's a kid has a has a friend. And that he he's not some weird kind of pervert. It's like, oh, that was girls' clothes that you were helping her make. Okay, that's fine. So him going over it with the grandpa is um the he's just like, yeah, but I fucked up the stitching on this. And it's like, I was going to glue that, but I managed to get it down. And the grandpa's like, no, but you did a really good job on the rest of it. Like, grandpa's like talking about They're the positives. Yeah, well, I got to get a piece of the craft to this, so, yeah. And it kind of slips in where it's like... um. Where he's like, oh, we were just like doing dress stuff, Grandpa. We didn't do anything like salacious or anything. Um, so don't worry about it. And then she's kind of thinking, what if we did anything <laughs> salacious? Did. Oh my God, I'm in love with this guy. What do I do? So she's freaking out in the background while they're talking shop. And it's very funny. Yeah, it'd be cool. Uh, it's okay, food <laughs> is there. Like, no, hey, you want like, uh, like stay for dinner or them? Was that? Oh, yeah, sure. But it's just food. Food's really good. Like, yeah, you don't have any at home. I can cook. 
And you have fish basically Kodama Kawashiri herself, you know. I drink milk every day. Yeah. It's a carrot and chocolate milk. <laughs> it's a carrot and chocolate milk <laughs> every day. Check it out. I learned how to cook wieners and then put them in noodles. Um, basically, I'm a fucking four-star Michelin bachelor. chef at this stage. Uh, and she, she very casually talks about it. It's like, yeah, I've had to learn to cook myself since mom died and dad had to move for oh, yeah, work. So, but, so I'm basically living on my own. Overseas, so I got to live alone. Yeah, yeah. The standard fucking Hello. thingies. A bunch of stuff. Um, but they're like, do you want to have dinner here from now on? Because this seems like a very unhealthy lifestyle. And when your metabolism catches back up with you, it's going to completely fuck you up. <laughs> it's a kind of glance between like Gojo and Granda. It's just like, yeah, come over tomorrow night as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need to help this poor child. You got to get rid of these leftovers. No, they don't be going to go to waste. Um, <laughs> but, and she's like, oh, fucking score. All right, everything's working out yeah. for me. As the day after, then, like, no, I had to put one girl sheltering in and out of the rain. Granddad lets her in, then Gojo comes back and mm-hmm. saying, oh, you got a friend there, and she's waiting for you. I'm just heading out to the shop and saying, okay, I got a friend. I, I told her I told him to take a bath because it was just like, um, it, yeah, got soaked to the bone. Like, oh, um, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll see you later. And he's kind of like, but I know that the only, only friend I have in school. Uh, said she was going to work, so she's going to be late. So it's not her. So who th- is this? Some kind of fucking new scam that's going around? Charging I gotta fucking, elderly. I gotta oh, fucking confront this piece of shit. And um, so obviously he confronts a young girl. Whoa, whoa! whoa Didn't knock on the to- on the bathroom door. He's like, oh, but what are you wearing a towel? Oh, is this- yeah. Oh, Jesus. And then she that's slips and he gets he gets an eyeful. It's like, oh, what are you doing in my house? Oh, what are you doing looking at me? Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, you know yeah. the setup. So you know the setup. You know the setup. The the payoff is him talking with Grandpa. Is about oh, welcome the dolls are bald, Grandpa. I was like, oh, they add the hair on later. Wow, no wonder it's so silky smooth, silky smooth. And I was just like, oh, gross, yeah. fucking show. Yeah. Don't be like that. Well, you it's will gross. play with fire. But anyway, <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, like it is like it's definitely fucking testing me, but it keeps doing funny things as well, like. Again, the misunderstanding where she's like, oh, I'm, I'm here to see the uh, the dresses you make. And he's like, oh, fantastic. I'll take you into the shop. I'll give you the tour like he gives to people. Like museum, we've seen like, to people. Uh, he, and yeah. and she's like, wow, these are great. These are really cool dolls. Are These are just the samples, right? Like, where's the fucking dresses? Though? Give me That's that what cost. I'm here for. <laughs> he's just almost grabbing him by the lapels going, where is this? Where is the real shit? Stop holding out on me. And basically, she kind of holds that creepy stuff from earlier against him. It was just like, yeah. uh, technically, that makes you a pervert or not, not a, a peeping Tom, I think is what she calls him, which is you like, in my house. fucking house. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, it's like, I'm going to call the cops unless you make a cosplay for me. And he's like, wait, you just want to make a cosplay for me? He's like, yeah, that's why I'm here. It's like, oh, I completely misread the situation. I'm still, I'm and still then going to extort you, though. Yeah. And then his friend, who is a girl, shows up. Uh, not his girlfriend. Not yet. Um, and she is amazed because this is the same girl, as he discovered, uh, that, that big she Instagram follows on Instagram. Like, oh, my goodness. I didn't know I found that. And then she's like, like they're, she's like, they're a senior. And like, no, she's like a second year. She's like two years ahead of him or yeah, something like that. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah one of those. It's just this like small. You know, yeah. Yeah. But then you get the thing of like, she's actually kind of a pretentious dick about cosplay because she assumed that this other girl was like, oh, you don't even know. You just you just like to dress up pretty and have people fucking fawn over you and shit. It was like, no, they start talking about the character she cosplayed from this specific anime and it goes into a different style and explains 
like the major plot point that this character changes and changes her magical girl costume that your one wants to cosplay. It's like, oh, it's this whole fucking thing. And then we're going to talk about the interconnected relationship. It's like, okay, so she knows her shit and cosplays. She's actually my favorite kind of cosplay. I apologize profusely for thinking that you were just some kind of weird... A poser. Uh, poser, yeah, basically. And you're like, what are you even apologizing for? Because all this is in her fucking head as she's... One person's explaining an anime that doesn't fucking exist, but exists in this world. And the other person's like, hmm, hmm, you know your facts, you know your shit about this anime. <laughs> Which is good. Have you heard of it, Kojo? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> but, show me, but show me like a pattern, show me a, like a design, I'll, I'll, I'll get cracking on it. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, oh, fun, good. And then fun, like, you know, like, it's okay, good going with that fun saying, you know. Since you know, we had a whole thing about that, just like the version of the character when they had this like whole thing with their sister in in in, in the anime, and, you know. I've wanted to do that character for a long time. You wanted maybe we could do a go cosplay together? No, no. And she's laughing. He's like, "You shut me down before I even fucking asked. What the fuck?" <laughs> um, and then at some point, she casually mentions like, "Oh, as long as like your girlfriend doesn't mind, like I think that's fine. I can send you the measurements. We can exchange numbers." And it's like. What do, you, what do you mean, girlfriend? We're not we're not going out. And your man's like, I'm very embarrassed by this, but your one's like, oh, what if we oh, were, though? He is single. He definitely single. Because, <laughs> yeah, he does say, it's like, no, no, I'm, I'm totally single. I've never even gone out with anyone. And she's like, yes, so I'm in with a child. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Again, the silly misunderstanding parts are very funnily acted and very funnily done, but I got to put that creep stuff in. It's, it, it's not a, it's not a, <laughs> it's not a cast of Paul over it, and that was like... Uh... Yeah. Like it kind of fucking like uh, overshadowed them. What was like a, a kind of a curious side of it? Or okay, we don't want marriage. He's like no, barely is in any divisions. You know, it doesn't get embarrassed about like yeah. You, you expect to just get a little embarrassed about like you no, know, she's still a teenage girl. Hey, this this yeah. boy like you know might just one said or it could be inferred that he that he, that he has a thing for me. And one saying, well, I've I've never I've uh, 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 hmm. And as a kind of confident and outgoing as she is, she still gets. Cluster about this cluster. kind of thing, yeah. And this, mm-hmm. so she starts fun thinking about it, and then she sees him in a different light. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh yeah, we like you know, just talking about the costuming there like that. I just suddenly see it was just, just like so rugged and chiseled, and it's like, oh my god, I got like him. Like I, I even like her like inner dialogue. I was like, oh my god, do I like this guy? Do I love him? <laughs> <laughs> like she's using all do these like, funny like terms. It's like. It feels very kitty and nice and stuff, but then it has to put in the weird, creepy, horny stuff because you got to keep those animators interested in making this show look very good. Mm. <laughs> and this even with marriage is just nice to have put up on body language, you know, even just like they have like the, you know, she's just like, oh, I'll, I'll show you down, like, you know, to, to, uh, to the train. It's like, you know, yeah, sure, cool, la, la. It's just such a lot more just like, Restrained and awkward than she would normally be. You'd be awkward, yeah, and bouncy yeah. and ready to go, which is just it just really did a good job to kind of like kind of semi awkward just goodbye at the you know at the transport. It's like yeah, see yeah, nothing wrong with goodbye. A perfectly amicable goodbye, but like her like going like this is it's awkward because I feel like I want to go over and smooch his face mm. and that kind of thing. Um, it, it's it's well done, but uh, I did make the same mistake as Emma this week and uh, I looked at the comments and there was a whole thread of deleted comment, deleted comment, deleted comment. And I was like, oh, the creep showed up for this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great. Fantastic. Yeah. <sighs> uh, again, I, it's, it does still it look very nice. Uh, it does. Yeah. Mm. 
is that it is is it pretty face enough to get you by? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is you're gonna yeah. be derailed by this like on the regular, which is bound to happen. Whereas we've seen, oh, it's gonna be like other like um kind of cosplay crazies who don't want to get a commission off of this dude. Uh, and then, oh, it's gonna be a thing like oh, Marin really likes him, but now these other women are coming by hogging all this time. And like, oh, yes, we have we're in firm old kind of rom com territory. It's and it you know a bunch well. of other women are going to show up from the intro, and one of them wants to cosplay, apparently wearing just two belts. Um, from the look of the character, it's like fun, like uh, Fifth Element, like that that belt, yeah, kind yeah. of job, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and like again, it's an excellent looking show. Like it, it, it it's one of the best looking ones of the season that I'm watching anyway. Um, it's. The jokes are very funny. I feel like the writing's excellent. Like they, they feel kind of like teenagers. Like that, it yeah. gets that awkwardness down very well. Um, and the the cute stuff is genuinely cute, but it has to be so fucking horny all the time, <laughs> or at least has to get a few bits of it in there. Yeah, and that can yeah. be funny when it's pure rile, but now it's just like going over and says, "Ah, this is yeah. just like you know, complete." It's voyeuristic. This is a, tit like, this is a titillation. So. Now it's like, okay, mm -hmm. okay, yeah. Uh, you could say it's on notice. We'll see if it. If, if, if it don't don't be fun like leaning on that material too hard. We'll see if if you still have have your job in two weeks. <laughs> Jolly good. That's it for this week. There is no loop ad. We have to wait till next week for fakes attract lies part two. Yeah, yeah. Imagine we watched all of JoJo. We we were in the, we would be in the same predicament. We don't have a JoJo week well, to week. We'll mm. be there probably in two weeks' time. So. In in two weeks we'll be there, but I mean, like we we can delay it. delay gratification. It's nice, yeah. It is. There'll probably be something else showing up at Netflix at that point. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. well, well that, that's when we go. We that's when we, we let's get orbital. Yes, <laughs> <Let's>, <laughs> that's true. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. Let's get into Earth Orbit and be children again. Righty ho! <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening. We will be back next Wednesday on the YouTube stream and back whenever I get the backlog of episodes edited because I've got to go do them the old-fashioned way due to various cock-ups. Um, technology, uh, technology and also <laughs> myself. Someone, uh, <laughs> so after having restarted his computer umpteen times last week, forgot to restart the recording. Uh, we do have the YouTube recording, though, and we do have the MP3 Skype recorder recording. So hmm. I will have to uh, create something from uh, those raw materials. Otherwise, we'll be back in next week with more Let's Go JoJo. Goodbye. Bye. Bye, folks. <laughs>